Welcome to the Intuitive Therapist Podcast with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as the angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all. This is Janice Cohen, the intuitive therapist here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. Welcome to another week. I have an amazing guest today, Mindy Strick, here to talk about a fascinating topic about how to heal your body using your emotional anatomy. And I think what I find interesting about this topic, and I think a lot of people don't realize how much our bodies take on our emotions. And I think most people, uh, unless you're aware of how the body compensates uh, for your emotions, uh, we just kind of experience our physical uh, challenges. Well, today, Mindy is going to clear all that up. And um, even though we inhabit a body, we're composed of energy fields and energy centers that ebb and flow. And today, I'm going to talk with Mindy Strick, the certified practitioner of integrative energetic medicine and a Reiki and healing touch expert. And she's going to help us understand our energy and how to direct the flow of our energy in our bodies to achieve optimal physical health. So I want to tell you a little bit about Mindy. She is a certified practitioner, like I said, of integrative energetic medicine, Reiki, and healing touch. As the owner of Healing Hearts since 2012, she's assisted clients in seeking answers and support of physical and emotional pain and struggle. She's the co-author of two books, uh, one of uh, only 28 certified graduates by Dr. Lisa Rankin to teach the six steps of healing based on Dr. Rankin's New York Times bestseller, Mind Over Medicine. Mindy is passionate about taking energy healing into the mainstream and being a bridge between conventional and complementary medicine. In 2020, she published her first online course called Prescriptions for a Heart-Centered Life and continues every month uh, facilitating Divine Conversations, which is an online gathering where women receive support, healing, and wisdom through empowering conversations and a safe and loving community. I'm gonna give you all of her contact information. Well, actually she will at the very, very end because after this conversation, I can promise you, you're gonna to wanna to reach out to her for some support and, uh, and understanding. So Mindy, thank you for being on the show today. I'm so happy to have you. I am so happy to be here. I woke up. I woke up very excited this morning, Janice. It's good, good stuff. Well, I have to tell you, um, many are connected through Facebook, and I have watched her posts uh, called Heart Whispers every day. And I, I just love what you say. It's there's such depth, such good reminders, uh, good, good quotes, good stories, good messages. Um, and I always want listeners to understand how my guests have gotten to where they've gotten. So tell me, tell me the story about you. Tell me the story uh, about Healing Hearts and, and let's, let's start there. Sure, well, I'll, I'll try to summarize it because I could spend the whole podcast talking about this amazing journey. You know, I often say that I didn't find energy healing, energy healing found me. And it was the culmination of what I think we all unconsciously go through in our lives, this path of awakening. And I don't necessarily mean that in a spiritual way, unless you want to take it as a spiritual way. But, you know, energy has patterns and a lot of our lives, we spend it unconsciously and we don't see what's happening until something happens and it wakes us up. So my wake up call came when I wound up in the hospital in 2010 um, with an episode of a chronic illness called POTS, postural orthostatic tachycardia. I know that it's POTS now, but I didn't know it then. Most people never heard of it. And now with COVID on the scene, it's interesting to me how a lot, it's coming up a lot. 
Um, but anyway, I, I wound up in the hospital um, for 25 years at that time, doctors could not diagnose what was going on with me. And here I was in the hospital again, and I knew they ran a battery of tests and the good news was nothing showed up and the bad news was nothing showed up. And when I left the hospital, I said, I have to do something else. Conventional medicine is just not finding the answers here. And I have a really good friend um, who said, I'm taking you to a healing circle. And I said, what's a healing circle? But I was ready to do anything. So I went to this healing circle and I watched this man who now is a very close friend of mine, my mentor, my teacher, my guide, Dr. Fernand Poulin, who was the founder of the uh, White Winds Institute where I wound up going to school. But I watched him do all of this healing stuff, which I knew nothing about, you know, waving his hands, talking about energy fields, watching people just start crying and have their pain reduced. And it wasn't like a come to Jesus moment or anything religious. It was, I can't tell you why in my head, Janice, everything just seemed to make sense. But in my heart, I thought, oh my God, this guy's the real deal. I need to learn more about this. I trusted him. He felt authentic. So I signed up for a class. I decided I need to figure out what's going on with me. So I signed up for a year-long program in internet in in um, inter IEM integrative energetic medicine for my own healing. That yeah. was my own. Sure. It was only that I yeah. had no intention consciously of becoming a healer. Yeah. One week after I started the course, my husband at the time came home, told me he was gay and that ended our marriage. Mm. So just Fast forward and rewind. At that moment, everything in my life fell apart and came together at the same time. Wow. Because I know now that the reason I was in the hospital was because I was not, I was in denial. I was burying what I didn't want to see yes. that this was going to happen. Yeah. And you can't bury it. And, and, and the pots and whatever else I'm going through and whatever else anybody else is going through is a combination of what doctors can find that's physically in out of balance in your physical body, in your life, but also emotionally, spiritually, and mentally. And all the pieces started to come together when I went to healing school. It not only helped me heal my pots, it helped me heal my divorce. Mm. So, so, wow. You know, I always, and I'll use this word very, very loosely, the word interesting. It's really fascinating to me because uh, I love learning about people. It's one of my uh, biggest passions and hearing people's stories um, helped me, help me do that. And essentially what you're saying is I knew the truth. I knew the truth up front, but I didn't want to accept it. And then my body took over. And my body absorbed the truth that I knew that I was fighting. And I think that's such a powerful thing to say. And I'm sure you know, of course, because this is how you live your life, you know, spirit um, leads us to what we need to see and what we need to have. And it certainly sounds like that was your, that was your path. And here you are now speaking your truth, living your truth, helping people do that through uh, understanding their bodies and learning how to use, to use the energy. And it's, uh, to me, that's a gift. And that's a gift that you, you give everybody. So, yeah, go ahead. Well, very true what you're saying. You know, uh, I think it was a quote uh, I heard Oprah Winfrey say a long time ago that life is always trying to get our attention. And first, it may feel like a little pebble and you just ignore it and you just go on with life. Right. But then if you ignore that pebble, then that pebble turns into a rock and you start to see something, but you still decide not to listen to it because you just don't want to, right. you don't want to face the truth, but you can bury it all you want. And, you know, I say in my life, that rock not only turned into a boulder, 
it, it knocked my entire house down, my physical, my emotional, every part of me. Yeah. It, and that happens to a lot of us. You know, we hear it all the time where people say, my cancer was the best thing that ever happened to me. My losing my job was the best thing that ever happened to me because we get that wake up call, pain. I love this acronym for pain. Pay attention inward now. Mm. It's not trying to hurt us. It's trying to wake us up, but we don't listen to it because we don't know how to listen to our body and communicate with our body. We just listen to what our head tells us and what our mind is telling us and the thoughts that are telling us, you know, everything. And and I like to refer to that part of us, our ego, our mind as the fake news. It's not, it's not true. Yeah. It's the illusion. And I also think that um, I know I have not paid attention to red flags in my life. There's no question. Everybody experiences that uh, in some or many, many areas of their lives. And without a doubt, it's, it's because you don't want to pay attention to it. But I think just in terms of the work that I've done over, over uh, my time of being a therapist, uh, I think people are scared that they won't know what to do with it. And they don't feel capable of, um, of being able to cope. So we just kind of push it away. Well, you know, I tell every single client that comes to me at the beginning is that it takes a lot of courage at chutzpah yeah. <laughs> um, to heal. It's not a magic pill. Part it's of what not. the challenges with conventional medicine, and I just want all your listeners to know that I... I believe in conventional medicine. This is not a naysay of any, of, I have conventional doctors, um, but there are places where I don't think conventional medicine is the answer um, because we can't go to the doctor and ask for the pill to take the pain away. And that's often what happens there. Here's the pill, here's the treatment. And sometimes that the pill may work to take the symptoms away, but it doesn't often take away the root of the problem. Right. And so when people come to me for, for a healing session or to learn more about healing, my first thing always is to be honest with them and say, you know, this is not a magic pill. Um, you know, there's the, you have to, you healing have to deal is, with your stuff. I'm not just healing yeah. you. I'm not just <laughs> waving my hands and poof, you're healed. I'm working with you to help you do your own healing. You know, it's like going to a gym and saying, I need to lose weight and hire a personal trainer. The personal trainer is not going to be able to lose weight for you. You have to lift the weight. That's exactly. And you have to show up all the time. Right. And so it's not, it's twofold. It's not only that people don't know how to do it, but to be completely honest, a lot of people don't want to do it. No kidding. Uh, Hey, that's why I stay in business. Because people get, they get to a point where uh, they can't do it themselves and they have tried to avoid it and tried to avoid it and tried to avoid it. And then they're like, hey, it's time, it's time. So um, I I would love for the listeners to know, help them understand what energy healing is, especially how you do what you do. What's it, what's a session like with you? What's the, Um, what's the progression? Like, how do you, how do you help somebody? Oh, uh, it, you know, my, my whole heart just breaks open wide when you ask me that question. It's evolved into very different things. If you would have asked me that question when I first started my healing practice uh, almost 10 years ago, I would have probably given you a different answer because it was all about then getting somebody on the massage table, fully clothed and working within their energy field. So what's an energy field? Um, you know, uh, we, we are, we are more than physical. We, um, if you look at yourself under a microscope, you look very different than when you look at yourself in the mirror. We at the foundation of who we are, are billions of molecules of energy that are floating around in space. And there's more to the, there's more to it than meets the eye, literally. So it's been measured scientifically that there's a field of energy 
that surrounds our body that extends about three to four feet from our physical body. And so I work within that field. That field stores all of the energy of our emotions, of our, our thoughts, of all the experiences and traumas of our lives, um, of our soul. And I've been trained and I could feel where there are depletions or tensions or imbalances in that field. And when I am, you know, touching that field, there is also, I'm also touching your body. So a session it, um, then used to be just me doing some of the techniques that I've learned in healing touch and integrative energetic medicine and Reiki. But now it's a combination of that and also talking to people. I'm a certified life coach as well. And for me, the biggest part of a healing session is having a conversation and just listening to somebody. That's how I read energy. We can all do it. I just practice it. Okay, we don't all practice it, right? So if somebody walks into a room and has a conversation with you, you start to read their energy. Do you like them? Are they telling you the truth? Are they giving you a story? Is there something that feels like they're holding something back? You know, you're feeling sadness around them, et cetera, et cetera. That's all part of energy healing. Mm. So for me, I like to sit and have a conversation and, and just like you are doing with me, tell me about yourself. What's going on? Things start to light up for me in their body. And so then when I do get them on the table and start to, you know, practice the techniques I learned, I know exactly where to go because of the conversation that we had. That's so fast. And the longer I work with somebody and the better I know them, they don't even have to walk into the room and I could tell you what's going on with them that because amazing. we're connected. Yep. I agree. No question. We're always connected. No question. No question. And, and there's that empath piece that a lot of my listeners have. I think more people are waking up, uh, you want to call it experiencing the awakening, huge shift in 3d to 5d and being able to connect with people's uh, their intuition and their em empathic gifts. Um, and so it makes complete sense that you're able to, to pick up on uh, people's energy. And, and a lot of people are, are doing that too. And I feel like everybody is becoming much more sensitive. So uh, there's uh, the only way I know how to describe it is that things are becoming, I guess, a bit more prickly. So maybe that makes it easier for you to pick up on, on energy. I do that too as well. But it's fascinating to me when you say, you know, somebody doesn't even have to walk in the room and you, you get a sense of, of what's going on with them. And I, you know, when you think about that and the fact that you have really strengthened that muscle of yours to pay attention, because there are so many nuances in energy. And it fascinates me that you're able to, to locate the specific area in somebody's body. So what, what do people come to you for? Why would they seek you out? Um, there's lots of reasons. Sometimes people come to me because they're in the same situation that I was in. Nothing else has worked. So they're, they're desperate. They're trying to find an answer and conventional medicine has failed them. Yeah. And, or again, in my case, I knew you mentioned intuition briefly. I didn't, I didn't identify it as that then I do now, but you know, it's that knowing inside of you that something just doesn't feel right. Maybe you feel that on your own or like for me, when I was going to the doctors for 25 years and they would say, I think it's this, I think it's that. I'm like, no, it's something else. I don't know what it is. But when I went to that healing circle all those years later and I, my head couldn't understand it, that knowing inside of me went, that's it. I have no idea what that means, but that's it. So when we have that knowing that, so people don't know what to do with it. So they come to me and I help them figure out what to do with it. No, they're not crazy. 
Not at all, just the opposite. Maybe they are empaths, but they've never had anybody work with them, teach them, guide them, you know, accept them to say, yes, what you're feeling is real. What I, what I'm saying, I feel, yes, some of it is because I've been professionally trained and I've been doing for 10 years, of course, but I'm telling you every human being on this planet can do this. I agree. I agree. And there are some people that are more sensitive and more, um, of an empath now who never even heard about that word. Yeah. They, they don't know what's going on within themselves and they, and they the have time. nobody else to talk to about it. So somehow th- through that connection, through synchronicity, through a friend, through a doctor, I don't know, they, they find me. And for the first time in their life, they go, Oh my God, I'm not crazy. I, isn't that wonderful to hear? I hear that so much. And it's like to be able to provide that awareness to them. Like, no, you're not here's what it is and and here's how you can protect yourself and here's how you can use it as you were talking well not only that not only that but it starts their healing like just that opening I was gonna opens up a door that was never opened before and if they're experiencing something physically in their body and illness it 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 shifts it I had a client this was a I've had many 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 miracles but you know, you mentioned maybe there's more sensitivity. I had a client just a couple of weeks ago who has been struggling with asthma for almost her whole life. The day after our session, she sent me a video. I was in tears. She said, I want you to see this for the first time in 25 years. (sighs) 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 Wow. I could take a deep breath. That's amazing. Now that doesn't always happen. What it does is, happen sometimes when the yeah. stars align. Sure, sure, sure. Now, did you clear uh, a, a challenge in a relationship with her? Did you clear some early childhood trauma? D- did you did you connect with the fact that uh, there were some past life issues, or that she wasn't using her voice? to express yourself. Wow, very intuitive you. And this particular- That's why they call me intuitive therapist, dear. (laughs) Oh, well, it's not always about the voice, but you know, asthma, um, for instance, could be about the the lungs and the heart because that's the chakra where it's, um, you know, it's most influenced by. Um, But in this particular case, there were some, you know, thyroid things that were going on about her using her voice. So see, we are connected because you picked that up. So yes, it was all, it was all of the above. And it was also, um, she had never had a healing session before. So, you know, 25 years of dealing with um, a pattern that started in a toxic relationship back then that built up, built up, built up, when I moved a lot of that energy and talked about all the things that you are referencing and you know everything else that we we talked about, it cleared it. It it it, it clear it cleared it. You know now does that mean that she's never going to have an asthma attack again? I, I don't know. To be completely honest, I don't know. Um, a lot of it is is going to be her continuing to do healing, whether that's with me or and her own healing is to not bring back those patterns of thought and um, patterns of living. Right. Um, she knows her own uh, her own inability to let go of um toxic beliefs in relationships, how she allowed, you know, men to treat her, for for example. Part of the healing, she could come to me all she wants and I could clear the energy, clear the energy, and she'll probably be able to breathe better temporarily. But if she keeps bringing those relationships into her life, that's her part. That's what what I mean when I say some people don't want to know the truth or don't want to take the responsibility. There's a knowing just like I knew deep down inside of me that my ex-husband was gay. 
but there were so many other things that we loved about each other that I, I and we had a good life. I just didn't want to see it. Sure. sure. And I, I'm sure that every listener that's listening to this right now may not be able to admit it out loud like I am, but they could admit it to themselves. Yeah. Yeah. When you check someone's energy field when they're where they're in your presence, and we'll talk about if you do any remote healing. Um, do you, what's your primary clear? Do you pick up, is it through a, uh, the, the feeling? Is it through seeing? Is it through hearing? Is it through knowing? I know all the clairs are complimentary. Mine, I'm clairvoyant, so I see everything, but I'm also very empathic. I feel everything and all these others, you know, are in play. What's your primary uh, way of receiving? And being um, able to- I'm definitely a feeler. Okay. I'm okay. a, I'm a feeler. Um, as I have um, practiced more, I'm becoming more clairvoyant. I could I could see more, right. so it, it can change. You can add to it. Yeah. Um, but I I definitely feel. And sometimes, uh, you know, when I'm working in somebody's energy field, I I may not even feel an emotion. Um, but I, I feel energy. Like if I put my hand in your field, I could just feel my hand will just blow up with, you know, vibrations and heat. Yeah. And, and oftentimes I don't even try to figure out what it is. Mm-hmm. I just know I gotta, I have to hang out there yeah. until that energy just moves because the energy has a consciousness, Janice, that is an intelligence that is a lot wiser than me. Yes. And I have to trust it, sure. you know, and, and I have to ask my clients to trust it too. If I, if I put my hand over your abdomen and I'm feeling something and I'm just hanging out there and I say to you, how are you doing right now? And you say, oh my God, I'm starting to feel really sad or my pain is going away or I'm starting to see colors or, and this happens all the time. I know that I've hit that mark. Makes sense. And, and, and it's very rare that somebody comes in and doesn't feel better when they leave, even if we don't say a word to each other, because the energy will move. There's not, and I don't say this egotistically, because energy healing is not for everybody. But I really, really believe that anybody, skeptic, believer or anybody in between that comes in for a healing session walks out of my office different than when they walked in i i would i would absolutely believe that do you tend to narrate at times while you're moving your hands over because it's like i'm seeing that you do it almost like telling the story or i'm picking this up and uh almost revealing to them kind of what's underneath and then they're like yeah that's it uh, I used to when I uh, first started. I don't anymore. I do that after because what you know when you go if you were to interview ten different healers, you, they're going to have ten sure. different approaches. Yeah. But that's why I like to do the talking first, the healing after, um, and then a little bit of talking if we have uh, time after. Because what I see happening is that when I'm working on somebody and they're on the table and I'm, I'm shift helping to shift and facilitate the movement of energy. If I start telling them a story, it puts them right back into their head. They and start want thinking, them to analyzing. Very yeah. Okay. And, and I don't want them to be in their head. I want them to be completely present and, and not be thinking. I don't want them to be thinking. Of course, they're going to think anyway, but I want them to be as relaxed as possible at that yeah. time. We could talk about it after, but I find that the energy moves faster and goes deeper without having those conversations. Now, having said that, there are often times where I will sit, you know, at the uh, at at the table with my hand over somebody's heart for an entire session and talk to them because of something that's coming up. So part of it for me reading the energy is, is this a session where we're going to talk? Right. Is that what my client needs to release the energy? Or is this, have we talked enough? And is this just the time to just let the energy be the energy 
and trust that everything is moving accordingly. Because in an energy healing session, the healing starts during the session. It's when you leave my office that everything starts to integrate and shift. You're more expanded, you're lighter, your energy is at a higher vibration because you've moved a lot of those denser energies, those thoughts, those emotions that you were buried, you had buried. As all of that moves and shifts, you feel lighter mm -hmm. and, and you are more engaged with your energy field. Yeah. So there are more opportunities, there's always opportunities for connection, but you are more able to see them, if that makes sense. Makes sense. So um, I touch base with my clients in the next 24, 48 hours to see how they are doing and to remind them, don't go back up into your head. Yeah. It's kind of like I use the example, listen, if you decided to lose some weight, and you went to the gym and you had this wonderful experience with a, and you're really raring to go, you're not driving through the McDonald's drive-through right. on the right. way home. Yeah. You're going home and you're having a salad and your green drinks and you're doing everything and you feel better, right? It's yeah. the same thing. Watch your thoughts, watch your thoughts. You have to shift, you have to shift in your life as well Sure. to really see the benefits sure. of a healing session. How does someone with like migraines or one thing I'm, I'm quite curious about because my sister struggles with fibromyalgia, fibromyalgia, how do you help somebody with that? Well, what would, what, what would you do? Um, I think everybody, you know, there's books that I have that say, if you have fibromyalgia, it could be this. If you have migraines, it could be this. That's a start. Yeah. Um, you know, that's a foundation. But everybody's story is different. And when you come to see me, the first thing I do before you come to see me is I send you like a, a 10 page questionnaire. Uh, asking questions about different parts of your life. You know, how's your work life? How's your home environment? How's your creative life? How's your sex life? You know, do you have money troubles? What's your relationship like with your, your spouse? You know, are you lonely? Where do you feel stressed out? And so on and so forth. It's a real solid inventory. Oh, yes. Yeah. And, and I start picking up things from that as well. So if it's a migraine headache and I have five clients that have migraine headaches, I could go to different places depending on what their story is. Mm. Um, but additionally, um, with migraines, it's, that's a crown chakra and a, and a third eye chakra issue. So for me, that's, that the clue is, are you connected to your spiritual self? Are you, are you trusting your intuition? There's something going on that where you're not being your authentic self. Mm. I'm sure a lot of people who are listening right now will, will appreciate hearing that. Cause I do know several people who struggle with migraines and it's just, it's debilitating, absolutely debilitating. Uh, and, and like you said, you know, it's like medicine can only do so much. Then the, the, the real component is how are you working on yourself, right? To clear things up in addition to what other modalities can you use that will really shift your energy. So that, that makes complete sense. Well, migraines are a good example of what we do with, a, with most painful situations. Okay. We, resist, we resist the pain, right? We resist it. We don't want the pain. We tense up, go away, leave me alone. One of the things I do with migraines um, is have people visualize what the migraine looks like. And I've had pretty good success with migraines going from a, like a eight to a 10 down to a two or a three. Describe what you mean when you have a client visualize the migraine. So 
they see it as a color, your a eye. shape. Yeah, close your eyes and without judging it, without judging it, what does your migraine look like right now? Mm. Does it have a color? Does it have a shape? Does it have a temperature? Just notice it. And they always say something that leads to a bit of a conversation. Like they might say, um, it's a black stabbing cloud. So I'll say, oh, tell me more. How does that feel? Is there something in your life that's stabbing at you? And then we'll go off into a conversation and the whole time I'm still working on their migraine in their energy field around their head or feeling things, right? So I'm moving energy at the same time. And then I, at some point I will go back and say, tell me what level, if we started at a level eight, where is the migraine now? Oh, it, it's, a, it's a five. Does it still look like a black stabbing cloud? No, the color is changing. Mm. So as we're doing this, the migraine is reducing, reducing, reducing. Amazing. And then there's always some clue somehow into something else that's going on in their life that may be contributing to the migraines. Makes sense, makes sense. I was just thinking about fertility issues. I'm poking around in your expertise. so. For fertility issues, have you ever helped? Thank you, sorry, they're correcting me. How many people have you helped with fertility issues? And what about clearing money issues? Have you ever helped people with that where you, you uncover that their physical symptoms are connected to uh, their money blocks or they come to you because they wanna clear up money blocks or they wanna get pregnant and they can't? What about those? I've only had one fertility issues. Um, I wouldn't say that's my expertise, though. I, I do believe that, you know, if somebody's coming to me, I could um, I could try help. I could help them. I did have one client several years ago who was referred by a friend who could not. Actually, she was a very religious person who did not believe in energy healing at all. Wow. But she so wanted a baby. Yeah. And this was her last chance. It was wow. her last chance. So a friend of hers told her about me and she came and she had a, she had a baby and she had a baby after that. What was blocking her? Was it the religious, the rules? Was it um, connected to sex? What, you know, what, what was it? Well, what we went into was um, a couple of things after recall it. One was that, you know, her mind believed that she couldn't get pregnant. But her body didn't believe that. Like her, her body knew she could get pregnant. So she had to align her mind. Like she had failed so many times that she had this belief that she couldn't get pregnant. And she was also like so many women in that situation, putting so much pressure on herself that time was running out and she had to have the baby. And, you know, she was forcing. Mm the situation instead of just relaxing into it. Yeah. That's what I was saying before. It's about almost anything. What we resist persists. Mm -hmm. I would say this to your listeners, and this really came home as a truth to me in the last year of the pandemic, um, where I really embodied a belief that I had believed, but now I really believe because I feel it whatever you are resisting in your life is not the obstacle. It's the opportunity. Mm, I love it. And it's in going into that resistance. For me, I'll be, I'll be honest. It was loneliness, right? I have, I have resisted ever since I've been divorced. I have resisted my loneliness, waited for that relationship to come just couldn't understand why well, I couldn't heal myself of that. Mm -hmm. The pandemic healed me of that. Ooh, because I had to, I had, I had to. a choice. Yeah. I could either get sucked back down into it big time. But what I realized was, oh my God, the one thing that has never left me alone is my loneliness. Right. 
And you and have I to went sit into with it. It's a gift. Yeah. So wherever you're feeling that tension, especially with migraine headaches, that tension is what not needs to be pushed away and ignored and judged. It needs to be embraced. Right. And we need to breathe into it. That's what they say when you're giving birth, right? Don't push, breathe. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, what else is just me? Money problems? Yeah, like if people come and they say, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm blocked with money. Has anybody ever come to you for that? It, it come, I don't know that anybody has ever come to me specifically for that, but it is definitely a symptom for a lot of things that are coming up in their lives yeah. that they have never connected. Lower back pain, for example, back pain in general. Um, money is all about security, mm-hmm. you know, feeling safe, feeling secure. Money is also about, you know, talk about um, childhood, right? How were you, what are your, what are your beliefs around money? You know, I grew up with a belief that there was never going to be enough of it, that, Mm -hmm. that money is hard to get, that money happens to other people. So when you have these unconscious beliefs, how do you treat your money? Do you waste it? I once heard something that I never forgot. I love this. You know, if, if money was your boyfriend or your significant other or your girlfriend (laughs) if you look at your money like you look at your relationship how long would it stay around how do you treat your money yeah how would you regard it yeah so So good you have to be in alignment with it there has to be value there yeah because money is just energy it is it is just energy and I love that you said what you just said, because I, I, I cannot tell you how many times either in a reading that I do or even with clients are like, you know, I just feel like I'm stuck with money, stuck with money. And, and you, you, I talk about alignment, talk about the fact that it's energy and it's true. And, and majority of people that come to be, they're spiritually conscious. So they get the whole energy thing. But I loved what you just said. And I hope listeners, y'all hear this. If you were to regard money is something that you cherished as you valued as you were in love with it that that you wanted to preserve it you wanted to keep it you wanted to honor it you sure as shit would would uh uh regard it very differently than wasting it away or feeling like there was lack you can't be in a relationship if you're in lack so i love that thank you for that that was absolutely brilliant uh and respect it yeah respect it yeah when's the last time you paid your electric bill and said thank "Thank you you, right (laughs) i love it you are hitting it home lady hitting it home um so you have programs you have two programs that you offer tell the listeners about that what the healing programs just a little bit about um well well i i don't have two programs Uh, i have different different packages of of sessions that you could buy they're all the same sessions but you know the more sessions you do the less the less they are per session so there there's that um and there's also you referenced it to um, at the beginning Uh my online course this was a labor of love for two years and again the gift of the pandemic because i had i had the opportunity to to finish it and i'm so proud of this course um, it's called Prescriptions of a Heart-Centered Life. Ooh. And anybody that purchases it um, also gets a free healing session. I really developed it as a, an adjunct to use in my healing sessions to help people understand. My, the name of my business is Healing Hearts. I came to this work because I healed my heart. And now my online course is all about the heart. Because for me, that is the... That's the key is learning how to listen to our hearts, learning how to uh, get out of our heads and into our hearts because our hearts are so much more than just a physical organ. Right. And, and it's also the portal to our souls. So 
connecting to your heart. This course is, is self-study. There's meditations, there's exercises, there's journaling exercises, awesome. there's, Good. there's um, readings there. And it, it, you could do it, you know, it, it talks about the intuitive heart. It talks about the physical heart, talks about the emotional heart. Um, and I, I believe that, as I mentioned, I could spend an entire session just with my hand over somebody's heart because everything That's no, the nothing bypasses the heart. Yes. The nothing epicenter. bypasses the heart in our lives yeah. in so many different ways. If your heart is out of sync, if your heart is out of harmony, so is everything else in your body. That's exactly right. But so, what do we do with the heart? We build walls up. We get hurt. We get hurt, so we build a wall up. Wall up. I'm not going to do that again. I'm not going to talk to that person. Or we don't trust other people because we think that trust in others is really about them, but it's not. It's about your ability to to uh, keep yourself safe. And, and then we have to do it the opposite of what we think. Right. The best way to keep ourselves safe is not to defend yourself and build right. the walls. It's to open yourself and be vulnerable. Amen. Amen. We got it wrong. We got yeah. it wrong. Did y'all hear that? She's going to say it again. There you go. The only way to keep yourself safe is to what? Open your heart. Open your Absolutely. heart. Absolutely. That's why love, that's why love is so important. I was speaking um, with someone yesterday uh oh it was it was a client and she was dealing with a challenge she had with her boyfriend and she's asking me what to do and I said you know what she tends to have kind of an edge to her voice and I said you know what I'm, I'm feeling that and if you go in with that edge you're gonna be screwed so go in with love go in with compassion go in with your into your relationship knowing that neither of you have any malicious intent Go in with that, lead with love. And it's exactly what you're saying. It changes everything. And uh, the heart, I love that. I, so y'all have to check out that program of hers and, and the two books she's co-authored, uh, 28 Day Thought Diet and then Faith Finding Answers in the Heart. Um, do you do remote work for people who kind of, especially now maybe the COVID, they're a little starting to get a little concerned about COVID ticking up and do you do remote work with people? Yeah. Beautiful. And, and more now because of COVID. Right. You know, it's it's so interesting because Zoom was available before COVID. Uh, yeah. It was never in our consciousness. And now I, I do Zoom, Zoom uh, healing sessions all the time. So yeah, I, I have I have clients all over the, yeah. the US and um it it's it's wonderful. It works, it works just the same. A lot of people don't realize we are all that. Connected. <laughs> yeah, people people will call me and say, you know, gosh, uh, uh, but can you pick up the energy if I uh, in a reading if I'm not sitting in front of you? I'm like, yep, and you just said it. Everybody yeah, the connected. same way we connect. And I have a whole page on my website that explains how and why remote sessions work. Excellent. You know, I I like to do in person yeah. sessions because I like sure. to be around people, but it's a it's a it's a great opportunity to still get healing sessions no matter where you are. Yeah. I love it. Mindy, one of the goals of having guests on my podcast when I have them is to really help uh, listeners understand um, the power that they have to heal themselves, to understand energy, intuition, uh, and, and to give them nuggets and skills and strategies about how to kind of survive this human life as a spiritual being and introducing you to them is one way to do that because of the essential work that you do the wisdom in it the wisdom in it so i really want to encourage you listeners it doesn't matter where you live uh please reach out to mindy you can tell that she is so gifted and so skilled she knows her shit y'all so if you're struggling, reach out to her. She, she can be an amazing supplement to your process of really uncovering the challenges that you face. Uh, and, and of course, you'll do it when you're ready. But uh, she, she's a spiritual coach. She, she's got you. you. You're in her presence. I feel it. 
you're going to get help. And, and she's solid, just so solid. So that said, tell people how they can reach you. What are all the ways? Yeah, well, thank you, Janice. That was very sweet. Um, well, my website is www.mindystrich.com. So that's M-I-N-D-Y-S-T-R-I-C-H.com. Or you can call me directly. I love to chat. 678-642-7771. And anybody that does want to find out more, I am more than happy to do a 20, 30 minute consultation with you on the phone or on Zoom to just, you know, I, I, I really want to work with people that are ready yes. and feel like this is for them. I will never try to convince you to come and do a healing session if I don't feel like you as a potential client are in alignment with that. It does. It's not fun. It won't work for me. And it, it, it's, it's not, you know, it has to come from within you. And when you say... And, I feel the same way too. I'm like, if, unless you're all in, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna work with you because it's not going to be effective or as, as effective as it could be if you're really ready. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. That's why I mentioned before during our chat, you know, yeah. a lot of people aren't ready. It's not a magic pill. It right. takes work and commitment because if you want your life to change, then you have to do something to change your life. Y'all listen to that. Seriously, it, it's, there's not one, one way to do it. Uh, and, and I always encourage people to use all the resources you can, resources you can, because they're there, they're out there. And I also want to encourage listeners. Um, some of you listeners aren't entirely spiritual. Uh, which is fine, but there's a reason why you're, you listen to my podcast. Um, you can balance, like Mitty said, the, the uh, Eastern Western approach. And uh, just, I, I really, really encourage y'all to, to open up to looking at the physical symptoms a little differently uh, because imagine what it would be like if you finally were able to heal yourself. Imagine what that would be like. So again, please reach out to Mindy Stritch. I apologize. I mispronounced your last name. So I am now saying it correctly, Stritch. Uh, Mindy, <laughs> thank you for being with me today. Thank you for sharing your wisdom and your gifts and, and your process. And uh, I'm excited to see all the people that reach out to you uh, and, and get, get your help because I'll tell you, we need it. You're a gift. Yeah. Thank you, Janice. This has really been a pleasure. And come see me. Ah, you got it. <laughs> All right. We healers need to we need to practice what we preach. So we need to Amen. heal ourselves too. Because we're, we're picking up other people's energies as well. You know oh, that. So yes. yes, we yes, need yes. to clear that too. Well, thank you so much. And as I always say at the end of my podcast, I wish you a blessed day, a wonderful week, and always live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend. And be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.